0: It's the Brew Ha Ha podcast with Steve Jackson and Mark Carpenter. It is time for the Brew Ha Ha. Joining us today with Herlinda, representative of the Lost Coast Brewery, Jack Vanstone. Let's talk about beer, guys. Yay. We've got Jack Vanstone from the Lost Coast Brewery with us. Welcome, Jack.
1: Oh well, thank Yay. you. Thank you for having me. So Jack that's and I nice. have been
2: friends for... He just said it's our 11-year friend's anniversary <laughs> uh, that came up on Facebook today, which is pretty cool. Uh, Lost
0: but Coast you've Berry. known each other for 15, so there were pa- some rough patches <laughs> yeah. in there. Yeah. Right. Well, that's what like
2: it says says with people on uh, Facebook and stuff all the, all the time. So they are up on the Lost Coast up in uh, Eureka, right?
1: Yep, Eureka, California. <laughs>
2: yep, and you guys have a restaurant there, tap room, yes. brewery. And their brewer... Owner, Barbara, Groom, Barbara Groom is in Tara Nuren's book about um, the history of women in beer because she's pretty she's kind of quiet you don't like
1: yes now I'll she's, probably never get her in the studio
2: yeah. but which is why Jack's been in but she's pretty famous for having started that brewery and some of our beers that you guys know like great white tangerine ale downtown brown which we um, are about to have one of those as well too
0: now jack when i visit your website which is at lostcoast.com and i go to the about us section in blazingly bold letters at the top it says (laughs) not just another craft brewery
1: tell me why well i think that's probably because um it's Mm -hmm. it's very unique in, in the way that um it was started by two women um, who um, quit their day jobs as a uh, pharmacist and a family therapist and went over to um, uh, Eastern Europe and parts of Western Europe and studied beer recipes for about a year, year and a half, and then decided um, to come back to Humboldt County, which has a great climate, um, of course cool climate for brewing, and opened this brew pub in, um, in uh, downtown Eureka at the, the old Pythian Castle, Pythian Castle, Uh, that was built in like 1890 something and uh, this Huge, gorgeous—well, not gorgeous, I should say—but nice Victorian, um, where they started to brew um, in a little three-barrel system at the brewery for the first five years, um, before moving down to another part of uh, industrial part of um, Eureka, where when you when you build your first brewery, you are usually looking for cheap real estate. So, uh, definitely, <laughs> um, that's one of those you know those things you are looking for is you know nice rent. So, where the original brewery was, or oh, the, the second brewery, when we actually brewed off-site was uh, down kind of in the more urban area. Now, of course, for the last seven years, south end of town, gorgeous, you know, $30 million brewery that has got um, a whole bunch of structures um, in front and the giant great white shark. And uh, actually on 101, you'll see a giant downtown brown guy saying, go with this, come this way. So we definitely built a, a huge state-of-the-art brewery to try and um, as a thank you to you know, all the people that come and support us up there. And uh, definitely, it's kind of a destination to come all the way up there. And the climate, of course, seven months, eight months out of the year is like being in Pacifica or on the coast somewhere. So you're lucky to see the sun sometimes in the middle of winter up there. But, um, and uh, another uh, note that really uh, distinguishes us was the original artist, Wayne Flatmo. What he did for us is probably only 10% of his whole portfolio. He actually used to sit in our pub and draw on the back of our coasters and draw the artwork. Um, on the, um, and then Barbara really caught on to it. And so she loved, to ha- she loved the artwork that he did, so she hired him. But he's got lots of murals all over. For the labels. For the, they yeah, hired him for the, the labels. labels. For the labels. For the yeah. original labels that he did, um, which was a huge hit. And um, that's actually kind of when I was working at BevMo, I saw that. And I was like, oh, I really love the art because I was an art miner. And this is really cool. And so that's where it really um, helped to launch us, um, especially in that area. Um, was was the labels and uh, definitely um, having you know these two women decide to you know quit really you know really good jobs they had before and take a gamble and go and you know start to you know brew beer and slowly uh, see how, what they could do and it's you know it's definitely up there um, if you love the outdoors it's gorgeous you know if you love going redwood national park avenue of the giants humboldt state park trinidad um, not much of a nightlife, um, but the, <laughs> it, honestly, I mean, the the, the um, world's most photographed Victorian is actually the, um, the Carson House, which is on the north end of town, and uh, now it's a private club, but you can at least go in front of it and take pictures of it, but if you look at it really closely, it is so intricately carved, you're like, wow, it's just amazing, amazing structure, so... I have to admit,
2: I haven't been up there yet, but I well, will. I've enjoy. been somewhere that you haven't, Fermina. <laughs> oh, oh. I've been stunned. I've been <laughs> in Belgium ten times <laughs> for <her> beer, but <laughs> I haven't been up north. But I will because when Tara comes out here, um, she wrote um, "A Woman's Places in the Brewhouse: hmm. A Global History of um, a Tale of uh, Witches, L-Wives, and CEOs." We want to do a book signing up at Lost Coast. Um, and what better place, right? Because she's in the they are in the book, and now you can see why they are in the book as well. So, yeah. but we're drinking the famous downtown brown yes. beer right now. Well,
0: some of you are. Uh, so, <laughs> oh,
2: um, And then we already had some tangerine l. Well, yeah, yeah, I want
0: I want to start with that because <laughs> good, um, huh? <laughs> we were having a drive production meeting earlier this week <laughs> at the drive clubhouse, uh, better known as Ricardo's. <laughs> And um, it was my time to order, and I said, could you go over the beer list again for me? And they going through them, and they said, oh, and we have this tangerine wheat. And I thought, oh, perfect. I'm in the mood for something a little lighter, a little uh, sweeter. I'll take a tangerine wheat. So the server went off, and I'm sitting at the table awaiting my delicious tangerine (laughs) wheat. And she comes back and says, we just ran out. (laughs) And I had, my mouth was ready for a tangerine (laughs) wheat and you brought it. And it was like, at last I get it.
1: Talk about this beer. Sure. This, so tangerine wheat um, is, is, our, is one of our um, uh, wheat-based beers where we actually added tangerine wheat extract to it. And so the reason it has such a huge aroma is that um, it's a completely fermented-out beer first as a wheat beer, and then we add the extract afterwards and filter it through. So it's got a huge effervescence of orange. And now it is our flagship beer. So for a long time, it was the great white beer. Um, and, it was seasonal uh, for a little while there. Yeah, when it first started, yes. But mm-hmm. it, it, and what's it's funny is because um, in my Oakland public school, I was one of seven called Caucasians. So my nickname was the Great White Hope. And so I went from the Great White Hope to the Tiburon Grande Hombre because Great White ruled the day for a long time. So everywhere I went, Tiburon Grande, hey, everybody. Hey! And now it's I'm the Tangerine Wheat guy because it's, it's by far and far. Above and beyond our number one selling beer in the United States now.
2: It's a great beer. And then yeah. if you guys want to try any of these beers, you guys are doing a tap takeover at flagship
1: yes, uh,
2: tap room in Santa Rosa yeah. tonight in the old Brickyard Center by the Santa Rosa Mall. It did used to, it used to be Springer's, as these guys pointed out, um, and it's flagship now, which they also have. If you, that sounds familiar, they have a tap room that used to be the Yacht Club
1: yep. in Katati,
2: <laughs> <Cotardi, laughs> Sonoma State. I remember going. God, it's been a few incarnations, but <laughs> yeah. So the, t- the so there's a tap takeover tonight. What time does it start? And what time Six does it go till? Six to nine. Six to nine. So for Lost Coast, so you can go down there. You can meet Jack for maybe a minute before he, um, depending on how long eighty is closed. West eighty, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and uh, try some different beers. Yeah. You guys can have some swag. You guys always do the best. Oh, we'll
1: have some swag. Why are you taking nines. West eighty to get to Eureka? You no, actually, i I'm, I live in Richmond.
0: Okay, that makes more yes. sense. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. So now, we were mentioning the downtown Brown, which is what I'm sampling now. This is what I know you most for. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd,
1: I'd say that... As a rule of thumb, f- anyone over the age of forty thinks for the downtown brown brewery, and anyone under the age of forty thinks for the great white or tangerine wheat brewery. Now, so so you're calling this- <laughs> me old, is what you do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the same boat. Um, no, but downtown brown, yes, was our first signature beer. Um, the Barbara Wendy brewed in 89, 88, 89. And it was the first beer that was marketed and sent out of the brewery as a package. So for so. folks who don't know it, describe it for sure, you. Sure. It's a very classic American brown ale with crystal malts and chocolate malts. A little bit of hops, but the hops are really just for body. And so it's an easy-drinking brown ale based off, of course, an English recipe um, like Newcastle. Or Samuel Smith because that's where Browns originated, and so it is a um, American you call it an American version of a original English brown ale.
2: It does remind so. me of the original Newcastle, which I used to love, mm-hmm. and it's changed a lot since they got bought. Um, and I so I I love downtown Brown. I, mm-hmm. I have for a long time.
1: And how
0: are things at the Russian River Brewing Company? <laughs>
2: Fabulous.
0: Um, I went <laughs> I
2: went and got my allotment of the peach. Uh, Bottle-conditioned beer that they did the other day, and they just they just did some more. But you could get two bottles, and it was just so refreshing and delicious. But they are also canning right now one of my other favorite beers, Dribble Belt, um, which is named after the belt that the hops come down. Um,
0: come use, dribbling down. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. And you, you know, and then also they're doing um, one of my other favorite. My, actually, my favorite Russian River beer, which people will be shocked at, because everybody does love Pliny. I love happy hops, and, you know, that's available right now in bottles, so I picked up a few of those the other day. And they still have food at uh, Windsor and 4th Street. Um, They are closed to food on Monday and Tuesday um, at the Windsor site, but they do have food, and they're open every day at 4th Street. Uh, The beer garden is... um, uh, open from 4 to 8 Monday and Tuesday only for beverages outside not the indoors um, then Wednesday through Sunday you can get food and the last call for food is at 8 p.m. on every, uh, every oh it looks like Friday is 9 and Saturday is at 9 and Sunday Wednesday and Thursday last call for food is at 8 so you can either pick up and pick up beer or come inside or and you know have a bite and have a have a beer they also have wine and cider as well. They don't leave anybody out. Or you can be outside with your dog and have a beer or a glass of wine, but you don't, don't uh, eat outside because they have this amazing wildlife preserve behind the Windsor site. Nice. So you can sit and drink your beer,
0: and there's reasons behind that with uh, Fish and Game, but... Uh, Get all the yeah. information on Russian River Brewing as far as hours mm. and locations by visiting their website at RussianRiverBrewing.com. Mm. Or
2: go to their Facebook page for the most up-to-date there you go. details mm. because things change constantly around here. But I wanted to mention real quick before I forget, the results for the Finnish National Beer Competition that I judged at in Helsinki, Finland were released today. And I actually brought the winning beer for best of show, the best beer in Finland. I brought it a couple of weeks ago, um, and it was the New England IPA from um, Oladen, Panimo. Panimo is the word for brewing in Finnish. And um, I had brought a couple of those cans back, so I'm really glad I did. I had this feeling Mm. that was the one that, that... at that once when they offered them to me at the brewery. I was like, yeah, I'll take a couple of those <laughs> home. <laughs> so congratulations to Olarin pa- Panimo, and I'm... I'm sure they're yeah. listening. You, you would be surprised. <laughs> they, they, they do. They actually listen to the show all over all over the world on ksro.com because you, you can stream live on there, and, and a lot of them do. Or you can hear our podcast is back on again on iTunes and Spotify but you can go listen to our podcast. It's brouhaha radiocom so you can go directly to that, or if you subscribe to podcasts on Apple or any of those Subscribe well, to it.
0: Subscribe to it. If you hear us talking about a beer that you like, but you didn't jot it down, you can always go back to the podcast and listen and find out. Jack, tell me what a visit to Lost Coast Brewing
1: up in Eureka would be for people. Well, right now, uh, because of COVID, it's been hard to get... Um, um, enough staff, so right now we're actually only open four to nine uh, Wednesday through Sunday. So we're only open for dinner. And so, as soon as people started to hear we were opening back up, we got a lot of people who flooded up there, you know. And then we're like, Oh, you're not open yet. Mm. So, because it's, it's definitely a destination. But if you come up there, I mean, it's almost like its own little beer trail in that whole humble area. Um, Humboldt
2: Mad, River, area.
1: Mad River, so it's Eel um, uh, River. Uh, Lost Coast Mad River Six Rivers Redwood Curtain and Humboldt Cidery. so there there's definitely a kind of a beer destination up there and uh that you, that you can take and um well, as the only
0: person in the studio who's actually been there, <laughs> uh, I can tell you I had a very pleasant experience oh, there. It was a few years ago, right. but I was up to see a show, actually, and I popped in and uh, had a delightful time. I liked the space, I like the feel of it, and
1: I really do like the beer. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, and I, I just tell people if they're going to go up there and visit... Make sure you um uh, get a hotel or a camp, maybe at a campsite. But get, get, you get get the real experience. You can't drive up there in one day and go back because there's just so many other things. Uh, Avenue of the Giants, like I said, Redwood National Park. There's so many out fun outdoors. You think the six rivers that come down, you know, from the from the Trinities and all the mountains to the east. So there's a lot of fun stuff to do, you know, out there that makes it kind of more of a destination than just. And a lot of people and a lot of people sometimes are driving to Oregon so they're just zipping up the one oh one also and they you know and they stop by sometimes when they're just going up to the one oh one. But uh, yeah, definitely um, it is and it's worth course. checking out. Yeah, oh yeah. And, and it's um, a gorgeous drive. I think you're about oh, to yeah, say no, it's a gorgeous it drive. Is, it really it is. is a and especially drive. I mean right when you get past Garberville. Just get off and take Avenue of the Giants instead of staying on 101 and drive right between some of the tallest trees in the world. So, yeah. Brew haha brought to you by uh, the Beverage People Fermenters Warehouse. Warehouse. Her Linda, tell us about
0: them.
2: Well, the Beverage People Fermenters Warehouse, actually, Jack and I were just talking about um, homebrewing and how a lot of people were actually doing a lot of homebrewing, you know, both during, you know, the, the greater part of the shutdown as well, but also you can get supplies for making cheese and wine and cider and olives and all kinds of things there. Um, at the Beverage People uh, Fermenters Warehouse, which is they've added that on to their name. Beverage People's been around, it, God, since like 30 something years. Byron Birch, who wrote the book on home brewing, he started Beverage People a long time ago. But uh, they've kind of transitioned a bit in the last uh, year to doing, instead of being a retail store, because they had to you know, close, of course, during the COVID shutdown, but they realized they were able to do a lot more like um, online. And people calling in, and you can still pick up supplies and things as well from them. But they'll also ship as well. So thebeveragepeople.com, and you can do a little shopping on there. But they've got everything from, you know, the malt uh, to the yeast, the books to help you as well, and also real humans who will answer the phone. And talk to you about any of these different kinds of things that you want to do. I mean, there's olives all over the place right now. You can learn how to cure your own olives. You can make cheese and impress your you know, friends and family for Thanksgiving. I mean, homemade ricotta only takes like an hour to do something like that unless you put in the entire packet of citric acid like I did and exploded it all over <laughs> the kitchen. So read the directions. Listen to their expertise, um, you know read the books that they have there and uh, th- they're like the best people to help you learn how to do any kind of fermentation.
0: You do have to schedule a visit though currently correct you
2: have to schedule a visit um, if you're gonna go in right um, or you can talk with them enough that you can just go pick up what you know what they're recommending and they'll have it all put together for you. Or you can go online and order things as well, and they'll be shipped right to you, right to your home.
0: And thebeveragepeople.com is their website.
2: Yep, we have all kinds mm. of cool stuff. And then Natalie sent me a message uh, from Russian River Brewery, and um, she uh, said, check the, yeah, check the website for current hours and the Facebook, etc." But also they are releasing a new R&D, which is research and development, IPA tomorrow in cans and on tap. And I think we're the first ones to tell you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and and also its name? Do we know its name? She's she she like uh, she, she didn't
2: send me a name. Mm-hmm. I would just mm-hmm. say watch their page. But also they're going to be in the studio on the 30th um, with they their wet hop beer. So fresh hops grown here in Sonoma County um, over at the Crane Farm. And so they're going to be on uh, in studio with the farmer and uh, with that beer. So we're going to be lucky enough to get to try that right away.
0: Wrapping up Brew brought to you by the Beverage People Fermenter's Warehouse and Russian River Brewing. Talking with Jack Van Stone of Lost Coast Brewing. Jack, you brought one more beer in that we're cham-
1: uh, I sampling. I did. I did. So um, we do do uh, an Imperial Stout Yummy. on a regular basis. That's not as um, known, as, of course, as some of our other beers. But we also decided to take this Imperial Stout and ate some of it in French oak barrel and um, I'm very happy with it, how it's turned out now because I aged it, cellared it for about a year. Because when it first came out, um, the, it sat in the French oak for so long that it tasted almost like more of a French oak wine than it did a beer. So now at least the French oak has mellowed out, rounded out a little bit. Um, and so it definitely tastes more like a stout, but you still get that uh, kind of walnut character of the uh, of the French oak. And so. it's got
2: the umami nose to it, but as soon as yeah. you sip it, it's like super smooth and like kind of creamy, cloudy, like yeah. a, like a velouté, you know, saucer, you know, yeah. amazing.
0: I, I tend to find the lighter beers, the pilsners and the lagers more to my taste, but I mm. really
1: like a good stout, mm-hmm. and this is a good stout. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yep. Yeah. Wow. This is delicious, and, and we um, and a lot, a lot of people um, online actually comment a lot about the um, uh, French rooster, the artwork that we did for this um, uh, as a uh, symbolism of the French people is the is the is the rooster, and so uh, a lot of people have um, asked me, can I get that poster somewhere? Or can I get you know where can I just get the labels? I'm like, you can email the brewery and ask them. But uh, yeah, so it definitely, but I, I I definitely some people enjoyed it when it was fresh bottle right away i think this definitely um has mellowed out and just made a very nice mm. um more s- smooth stout and like you said and uh definitely what's the abv on that what's the alcohol Ten. on it 10 yeah, yeah see
0: it's sneaky okay jack we've only
1: got less than a minute here remind us again about the uh tap event tonight yes in santa rosa at a flagship tap room uh downtown brown hazy ipa tangerine wheat and um Revenant IPA.
0: All right, lostcoast.com for information on the Lost Coast Brewery.